Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Uh, we actually got some bad breaking news. I don't need you to hit a sounder, Cam, but uh, remember the portal rundown I did for yep. basketball sure last did. segment? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Jaden Nunn is off the board. He committed to Baylor about okay. five minutes ago. Okay. So, so he was updated it. Yep. Every, you know, what I had heard on that deal, Craig, was the Texas staff felt like it did everything it could. It just felt like the one thing they were really working against was Baylor got in on him the minute he hit the portal. And then, like I said, Texas, because of the A.J. Johnson situation unfolding the way it did and because of the Arterio Morris situation unfolding with him hitting the portal, that was the only thing that I was told they were worried about was they just probably just got into the race a little bit too late. But mm-hmm. put their best foot forward over the weekend and, you know, took their best shot. But uh, I think they gave him something to think about because I was told it was all Baylor before he took that Texas visit. So yeah, But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, is what it is. Jaden Nunn's heading to Baylor, so Texas will uh, kind of regroup. And then they, they've got other guards on their radar. I, I think this just m- drives home the point that you, the need for Tyrese Hunter to come back. And, you know, Max Aismas, is, that's probably a must-win battle at this point. I mean, Max Aismas... Craig, again, I'll, I'll ask you the same thing. I asked you about Jaden Nunn. Did you watch how much Oral Roberts hoops did you watch this year? I saw a little bit of it. I did. Uh, Max a Asmus, of games. Max Asmus would fill the uh, he'd fill the Marcus Carr role for you as a guy that can have the ball in his hands in crunch time, a guy that can be your leading scorer, uh, a guy who filled it up at Oral Roberts. So I think he's probably must. And, you know, that's definitely a Texas-K-State battle at this point. So isn't it weird that I was just talking about Max Aismas from Oral Roberts and I just got a solicitation call from the state of Oklahoma? That's random. Um, How about that? And the four, I don't see that 405 area code pop up on my phone too much. But, no, that's it's unfortunate for Jeff. But, again, like we said in the first hour, Caden Shedrick is on campus right now. If you get Dylan DeSue back, I love that that potential combo you've got with those two up front. You get Tyrese Hunter back. If you can get Max Aismas, you throw Ron Holland out of that mix with uh, Brock Cunningham coming back. Also, don't forget Alex Anamekwe is still on this team. You you can put together a, a rotation, a group that can allow you to compete in the Big 12 next year. So one thing you've got to remember about this league, Craig, everybody is reloading in the Big 12 this year. There's not a team in the conference that's just, oh, yeah, we're just going to run it back with what we've got. Everybody's dealing with portal issues. Everybody's trying to fill out rosters. Kansas includes. I, I believe Kansas is hosting uh, Arturo Morris starting today for a visit. That's right. So, uh, you know, that's, that is what it is with the portal. And, again, just to kind of re-wrap, I want to get back more into uh, some spring football tomorrow, just kind of some, call it spring football residuals, as you like, the phrase you like to use, Craig, a little cleanup on the spring game. The cleanup, yep. Starting mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, but just, again, just to re-rack again what we said in the uh, in the first hour, Trill Carter, the Minnesota defensive lineman, commits to Texas yesterday. You know, Texas is going to have to need some guys to go into the portal to make room for more portal additions. I just love the fact that and then I was thinking it before Sark said it on Saturday, and I'm glad he said it because it reaffirmed in my mind what I was thinking. The depth on this team is really good, and you see that it's it's, it's a lot of young depth, and it's got a chance to grow. And, and this team, I like the upside of this team, you know, where they are, at that you, you hope anyway, that the team that you see on September 2nd against Rice – is by far the, the team that you see at the end of the season, for Texas fans listening, hopefully in a Big 12 championship game, that that team is drastically different than the one you see on September 2nd because of the growth potential that this group has. But that's what makes the portal a luxury, not a necessity. The portal was a necessity Sark's first year. Yeah, you just need bodies. Was. You just need bodies in there. 
But now it's it's a luxury where you can kind of pick and choose and really be picky on who you had. Like I said, maybe an extra tight end. Maybe you shore up you know, safety or offensive line or, or inside back or whatever positions, edge, whatever positions that you're not sure of that you might think you're one injury away from maybe being in some trouble. That's that's the kind of stuff you can you can fill in the portal now. But Trill yep. Carter again, I like guys with multiple years of eligibility. And, and you know, with those four defensive tackles you've got with uh, Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy, Alfred Collins, Vernon Broughton, those guys that are draft eligible. Now you bring in Trill Carter. If if you have a max mass exodus after this season, you've at least got a guy that's going to stick around for another year to to be a veteran presence with some of those younger guys on your roster. True, the Aaron Bryant's and Zach Swanson's and guys like that, Sadir Mitchell, etc. All right, uh, so there is your Longhorn Notebook.